Hello, Howlers! Welcome to Howler Pod, your podcast for all things Red Rising, where every episode we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising saga by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. Ow, ow! I am your host, Ben Reinert. I am joined today, as always, by the amazing Aaron Ayers. Hello, Howlers! Wait, also- wait, 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 Welcome to Words and Whiskey Short Pours, <laughs> a monthly podcast where we have a fun time discussing fictional worlds and people that create them, all while boozing just a little bit. My name is Cross. I'm PJ. We have other people here. What the fuck's going on? This is actually Heller Whiskey Pod. Yeah. Heller Ooh, Whiskey like Pod. That. Yeah, that's that's a good one. We, we need an official title because it can't just be the tequila special from now on. <laughs> Especially because we're out of tequila. That's true. PJ's drinking tequila. I'm drinking tequila. Yes, he's, he's holding the torch for us all. It's true. You guys have to pick it up, though. Like, I, I need help. <laughs> I need you guys to help me with this. <laughs> PJ is struggling to empty his bar. But we are joined, of course, today by the incredible duo that is Howler Pod, Ben and Aaron. How are you both doing today? So good. So good. So good. Happy to be back. Yeah, we uh, dusted off our dusty microphones <laughs> just to be here today. And Very we're exciting. excited. So excited. It's a beautiful spring day. You can hear the birds chirping. It's like, mm-hmm. do the birds chirp at, not, or at like 8 p.m.? In- oh my God. We Apparently. Have- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They chirp <laughs> until the sun goes down. We have woodpeckers, too. They like to bang on the, the vents on our roof. That's always exciting in the morning. That sounds really fun. fun. Really cool. Yeah. Apparently, they don't like foil. So if you put some oh, foil there, I have gone go out away. like in my robe and like screamed at him. So I'm sure my neighbors <laughs> think I'm a crazy lady. This is this is a massive tangent. But when I lived in New York City, uh, I had pigeons in my walls. Uh, I don't know if you guys in your walls. In wow. my walls. Yes. Yes. They were in my walls. So they had like burrowed in behind like brick and were like in between the plaster and the brick. And That's so they impressive. would be like scratching around at night and everything else. And it was super annoying and very loud. And so like <laughs> and what terrifying. you do is you buy rubber snakes to like be a deterrent. Uh. They did not give a shit about those rubber snakes. <laughs> New York like, pigeons do not give a shit. <laughs> First, um, they're traps, all deformed nothing. anyways. Everything. Everything Fuck I try. your snakes. So New yeah. York is, the pigeons are a little bit more tenacious. You need real snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just throw snakes in your wall. Real snakes in the wall. <laughs> Get a boa constrictor. He'll grow real big. He'll protect the wall forever. <laughs> Maybe. It's a great solution. And this has been Snake Howler Whiskey Pod. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay. It's your turn. Okay. 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 It's my turn. So we actually do have a point of order here. We have some business to take care of. We've got a very exciting announcement to make public today. That we've been working on for several months now, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been going on for a bit. We've been talking about it for a couple of months, and we are super excited to have you two be joining us as our first additional content creators under Atomic Pylon. So, Haller Pod is officially our first ever extra show, like added show. Welcome to the network. Cheers. Cheers. You're supposed to say uh, we've, we've been acquired. Aqu- acquisition yeah we will not be disclosing the terms of this agreement but it was 44 billion dollars 
how much was Twitter worth? It's probably yeah. twice that. I can't There's, remember. Yeah, it's twice that, at least. <laughs> Elon <laughs> can't afford us. <laughs> Elon's a pixie. We all know that. Uh, somehow, somehow we can with all of our... All of our he's, dollars. He's you guys were able to pull together the dollars and you know, you came with a very strong offer. A couple of offer, silvers so. over here. I've, yeah. I've strained all of my personal relationships to make this happen. And that's why you live in a closet now. And that is why I do actually live in my recording closet. I've got beans over here in the container. It's your new home. I've got a little can for other things. I've got two towels. <laughs> Importantly, things. two towels. Two towels. Face towel, ball towel. Yes. <laughs> Good thing we're worth it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're very excited to add you. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. So we do have kind of a, an order for what we want to do this episode. First, we're going to talk about what we're drinking, as we usually do. Then we're going to talk about what you joining us means for everyone at home listening and kind of what we want to do and how we're going to proceed and kind of all that fun stuff. And then we're going to do a kind of what have we been into update segment. So what are we into this week? Month. Except for like month, month. summer, <laughs> summer. It's not summer. It's not summer yet. <laughs> this fall. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you it is in the middle of the spring. <laughs> All the things we'd liked since winter. I always yeah. forgot if spring or fall came first. It's really. I could be like, in school, I'm like, which semester is this? Okay. Okay. Are you concerned about me becoming an architect? I <laughs> Building buildings sounds great. Not, yeah. It's. Apparently easier than remembering seasons. It is. <laughs> or where the four seasons is. There's very many locations. Uh, four. <laughs> All right. So uh, first, we're going to talk about what we're drinking here. PJ, kick it off. What are you, what are you having today? Uh, so I, I found a recipe. Forgot the name of that recipe, but I tweaked it a bunch anyway. So I don't know what to call it, but it's blue and it's pretty and it's delicious. So... Two blue ounces thunder. of blue, blue thunder. thunder. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. So, were you going to say the same thing? Of, no. <laughs> Pure I've chaos over here. The ever important Terramana tequila for this. So, two. Oh my god, we have a convert. <laughs> yeah, you, I was a convert from the first yeah, moment. By the way, the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson also supports. Howler Pod. Oh, yeah. uh, so you guys had to buy his share, right? Right. To acquire yeah, us, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't he? It was, it was a very expensive deal. share. He broke. Oh, and uh, Crossland arm wrestled the Rock and one. So. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. Uh, Crossland's yeah, got. I did kick him in guns. the shins a bunch. <laughs> He's got yeah. big shins. <laughs> He's got really big shins. Really easy to kick. Shins actually. are bigger than you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Bigger than my whole body. <laughs> <sighs> Terramana so, is good. Two ounces of tequila straight from Dwayne the Rock Johnson's fingertips. Uh, one ounce of Lille Blanc, one ounce of Orjo, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of blue curacao, two drops of vanilla extra, all of that shaken, and then poured over one ounce of seltzer in a coupe glass. So fancy. You fancied this up, I think, even I from what I expected it. it. I, I, I did. I, I, I fancy. fancy with wow. 
And because Cross and I drink a lot on this show, we've got back half beers. So uh, I've got Chuggy Chuggers, which is a lager from Drucker. And it says, live, live, laugh, lager on the bottom. <laughs> <Nice>. uh, <laughs> straight to Karen's heart. That's lovely. Straight so uh, why is your beer already open if it's for the back half? So I don't make a hissing cracking noise in the microphone later on because he's a professional aaron oh my god so i can smooth so nobody knows how quickly i go through my drink and start on the <laughs> yeah. beer because typically it's in the first 10 minutes pj stops talking about his cocktail and he's already drinking the beer well because i drink it during the devil's cut <laughs> nice there have there have been instances where this is gone before we start the episode. It's true. That has happened. It makes for a more fun episode. It's true. It's true. Uh, I'm having a drink that I've had a couple of times on the show called a Midnight Stinger. Uh, I, I really dig it because it kind of tastes like Coca-Cola, but like mm. alcoholic and like a little bit more car. Like it's so good. What it is, it's one ounce bourbon, one ounce fernet, uh, three quarter ounces simple syrup, three quarter ounce lemon juice, shaken and generally garnished with mint. I just doubled that, made it a, made it a double. That's what I'm drinking. Looks refreshing. It does. It is. It looks super like iced tea. Ridiculously good. It does. It tastes like Coca Cola, though. I swear, just without mm. the carbonation. Hmm. You could seltzer that up. I want that carbonation. I want that. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you guys send us <laughs> to go cocktails before these episodes? Do we not write that into the contract or <laughs> a growler <Right>. of whatever <laughs> <Cocktails>. that is? <laughs> what are you guys drinking? <laughs> So Ben and I are both drinking a local brewery, Casey Beer Co. Uh, Great beer. B-I-E-R. They put the I back in beer is on what the cap says. And I'm having a Dunkel. And I'm having a Hefeweizen. If if you had to describe those to us using only vowels, how would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yo. Yo! I was trying to burp and it like I couldn't do it. Mine is a Bavarian style wheat ale. It's it's nice. Just a very solid good beer. Mine's a deducted Munich style brown lager. So the Dunkel is the best one. She she got the good one. So well, I like half of Eisen, and I saw you grab that one. I was like, fine, I'll drink the Dunkel. I thought I was grabbing a Dunkel to be honest. They look the same. <laughs> uh, we like to you go found- hang out at KC Beer. What? No, what's it called? The one next to the taco place. That's not KC Beer. I don't know what you're talking about. I- oh, I tap. I tap. Yeah, there you go. And Ben always gets a Dunkel in this cool little glass because of the mug. Yeah, it comes it's like in a, a glass. Uh, it looks like a root beer glass. <laughs> nice. It's just like a, a style. It looks like a barrel, you know. Have you had like a root beer glass? Yes. Come on, yeah. guys. Right. Like you've got the full, the full yeah. mug of beer, and you just feel yeah. like a hero. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like You're feeling like, like I a am hero. Thor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, totally I like get Thor. That. But yes, I think they distribute in the area and maybe around. So if you're We've in got Kansas a couple City, good. you can definitely have them. Yeah. Uh, probably in the surrounding area as well so they're worth checking so out pj probably could find them 
with it might be able to we can send you a case all right so (laughs) moving into uh kind of the the discussion we wanted to just talk about like so what this what this means for listeners what our goals are kind of with the show as we had discussed previously and like what what we want to what we want to do so this is all kind of loosey-goosey for the most part but i do want to say like our goal our contribution here is to uh, bring you guys back, you know, with like a monthly show probably or so until, you know, the new book comes out, resume kind of normal stuff, TV show plans, kind of as you guys have planned for the most part, but help you get there. In addition, Make moving us your work. stuff. Well, <laughs> just, like a, to work. just like a little bit. Just like a little bit. It's not that bad. But the fun part is, is that we, we're taking some of the load off of you by doing the production and the sound and, and getting everything together there, as well as getting equipment upgraded and like bringing up everything. Then Adding a level I, of professionalism, maybe. We no, absolutely not. Have you listened to the front half of this episode? There's no, there's no. Chance. By the way, Ben was setting up his mic and almost KO'd our little sound system here. I was like, not yet. With my beer, it was fine. Everything worked out. The sound system just wants to participate. I don't see why that's a problem. Exactly. Just wants to drink along, you know? But yeah, so, and so th- have you told everyone about Atomic Media? I'm running your show now. Atomic Pilot Media. I'm in charge. We previously talked about it as an extension of the show and kind of being, of Words and Whiskey, kind of being the like mother company. We haven't really spent a lot of time yet saying what it is on the whole. So maybe this is a good place to do that now that you've asked. But our goal is to be kind of a network for podcasts and shows. We've got a couple that are coming out. We've got one that we're partnering with uh, Catacomb Party and releasing as well. So in addition to you guys externally that we are both a part of. And then we've also got two other internal shows with PJ and I and with Tim and I that we're also going to be releasing externally. So all in all, that puts us at five shows, I think, produced in addition to a like platform for hosting that makes it really inexpensive to enable a lot of these things and combined marketing arm leverage ad targeting blah 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 so that's that's kind of the the goal cooperation yes okay yeah let me let me record this for you because you're gonna need this (laughs) this is atomic pylon media Oh, we're definitely going to get recordings from everyone saying that. We are definitely stealing everyone saying that. I'm just going to cycle them through because it'll be, you know, that'll be a great way. This is Atomic Pylon Media. Yeah, you guys. This has been an Atomic Pylon Media production. That's a NPR voice if I've ever heard one. I do listen to a lot of it. (laughs) It's it's that like soft. Wait, this is my NPR. Ready? This has been an Atomic Pylon Media production. (laughs) Yeah. We're sponsored by Terry Terry Gross. <laughs> Terry. Edited by. Yeah. It's just And not Ben. Ben's excited to not listen to my voice fifty times in a row. Oh, I mean I'll still edit, but yeah, I'm okay with that part. As far as the production part, I would love Ye- that. Hell yeah! Taken off my plate. Can you like? Can you go back and like fix our first episode? (laughs) We're actively working on doing that for ourselves right now. (laughs) Just going back and fixing our back catalog. Uh, Yeah, that was good. I mean, I had a friend who started listening to our show. And he listened to the first couple episodes. He's like, man, it sounds like you guys are talking on speakerphone in the car. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we got to fix that. Not what we want. <laughs> fix that yeah. in episode four. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, that's about where we fixed ours. We've yeah. all been there. 
But Radio Lab's first episode is also terrible, so I don't feel bad. Huh. I didn't know that. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we it's kind of like an artifact, somewhere. you know? Yeah. Right. The other fun thing besides like improving and kicking off all these new shows and doing all of this fun stuff with you guys is also doing some kind of a new show that we're still kind of workshopping, right? Mm. Yeah. This has been a tease. Mm. <laughs> this, is, this is a tease. <laughs> I mean, we we discussed a little bit about this last time, but the idea of like doing <laughs> doing a different show of some kind on the network, something that you guys wanted to do, you know, kind of cycle. Oh hell yeah, journey, whatever. Ben uh, and I are celebrities. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do not stand by that statement. (laughs) Are we on that uh, sub betting where people uh, bet when we're going to (laughs) die? No. This is for the the before show recording. But yes, we are excited to be able to, you know, expand our opportunities and have uh, a little bit of space to... You're being so politically correct. You know, I don't know. Such a explore the galaxy of <laughs> podcasting. I really, I really landed that plane. There we go. Yeah. I think you did. I think you did. The plane. The plane. It was shaky, and then it like boom. Got it. Your got name it. is Sully. Nailed it. The <laughs> drunk pilot. With this, with this acquisition, you get access to our galactic space, like. <laughs> flights and uh <laughs> use of the uh use of the spaceship whenever you want so but you yes. have to drive to minnesota to do that by but. what i was trying to say is by joining up with you guys it allows us to expand a little bit and try some new things and create something else have the resources to do that and the friends to help us out with it so yeah yeah i i love uh i mean i love how howlerpod and the whole red rising universe you know brings together such a cool group of people and thanks to papa pierce here we got new (laughs) friends and new business partners so it's pretty exciting yeah it's uh it's fairly fairly ridiculous and and really cool so (laughs) i'm uh i'm pretty excited for for all of that and like you said ben yeah we're we're very excited and part of that is like partnering up and you know it, it can be any number of things and that's why it's exactly so this has been a tease the possibilities are limitless 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 limitless. you just started talking like you were on npr again sorry are we talking soft all of a sudden i will say pj is soft in my ears so i feel like i'm shouting over him Uh, it's just because pj kind of talks that way all the time he can't can't help PJ you're on the wrong network you need to go over person and I feel intimidated by all these odd voices (laughs) and I'd really appreciate if everybody just calm the fuck down for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) if we could just bring it down a notch for PJ people say that to me all the time (laughs) no it's more like I can hear you Mm. well when you do get drunk you do I used to be a singer, and I am very good at projecting. That's true. <laughs> what are we into this spring? That was nice. That, that worked really well. Yeah, I wasn't. I got I wasn't the season the right. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you did get the season right. Who's starting us um, off? We're doing think, categories, right? So we're going to lead off with books. 
I'm going to start with one that Crossland told me to read. Ooh. So for my book, I pick Warbreaker by Sanderson. What do you call him? Branderson? Branderson, for sure. <laughs> yes. We call him Branderson. And this this is a one-off novel, but it is in the same universe as Mistborn? As what? As It's in All the Cosmere, them? which is, yeah. In the Cosmere, right. Yeah. And it's about a couple of sisters, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but it was a really good novel. Yeah. Should I tell more about it? You can. I will you can say, say I, I, like a quick summary. Okay, so my take, list for the record. I, you can't have it. Off? That's why I went first. <laughs> Are we going to be reading this? And should I take this off? No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine with a general okay. summary. You're not going to be ruined. Sounds good. There, uh, yeah, yeah it's basically there's a a kingdom and there's a um a smaller kingdom, a subset, uh, and the generation of this the small kingdom they used to be ruling the major kingdom and then they separated anyways so there's like a treaty that says one of their daughters after her what 16th birthday 18th birthday has to come marry not the god king is it the god king it's the god king basically emperor god emperor (laughs) and uh anyway so stuff happens there's a couple sisters involved there's some magical powers uh, it's pretty fucking cool. Okay. It's a sweet book. It's we'll also on my list. There's, there's a lot of growth uh, with the sisters' uh, relationship with each other and them individually. So some great female leads. And uh, yeah, read it. It's a, it's an easy audiobook to get through. A, yeah. The audiobook is fantastic. Would definitely yeah. recommend it. Written in uh, 2009. Yeah. We're definitely going to be covering that one on a short pour later this year. So maybe Aaron will just have you back and we can talk about it. Please do. Cool. (laughs) I would say I'd love for you to accept our offer to be on the show for that. But now that we acquired you, we get to say you have to be (laughs) on the show. (laughs) Wow. Aaron will be appearing. <laughs> no, of course. Of like, it'd be it'd be so much fun to have you on the show if you want to do that. That'd be a great time. Well, now, now I don't. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> now that you guys want her, she's out. <laughs> we paid you upward of seventy billion dollars. <laughs> yes, yes. Fine. I'm in. We can do one podcast. Also, you know, I'm down to talk about any books. Crossland, keep telling me what you read. You know, I'll do it. <laughs> yes, I, I pretty it's much have just been contract. feeding you, feeding you my list of books. I need a new one. I just, so. yeah, I, ah. I, I've been, uh, I've been out in the wilderness without an audiobook. I was, I was about to say if we're if we're gonna go in order, we'll do Aaron Cross, Ben, PJ, just to switch between. PJ, you're last. So yep. PJ will round out. I'm also into the Architect Studio Companion. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds riveting. And Meeb. Absolutely. Hey, PJ, you know Meeb. Meeb? Mechanical and electrical equipment for buildings. It's book this big. I am not familiar with that. Well, probably, yeah. It's made for architects, so. <laughs> Dummy. Dummy. All right. <laughs> I feel you, like. You plead not knowing Meeb. <laughs> <laughs> you plead. I am, I am 
a mead clean. Okay, well, I only read like one book that I can remember right now. Okay. So let's move on. Cross, what studying. did you what did you read? I have read a lot because I have had to so we've committed at this point to doing the Cosmere over the course of the next year and a half, the whole thing. Um everything that's been published. So what that's meant for me is reading everything in there. So I have read I read Warbreaker, Elantris, Stormlight Archive, one, two, three. I'm in the middle of four. It's mm-hmm. somewhere in the realm. I've read somewhere in the realm since the last time that we spoke of like 6,000 pages of Brandon Sanderson, which is nuts. <laughs> but <laughs> he, He's really uh, long-winded, too. Well, I think Warbreaker is him figuring out how to write longer books better, and then the Stormlight Archive is like almost perfect as far as mm-hmm. like pacing in long format. So I loved um, The Way of Kings. I'm not going to talk about it too much because PJ is eventually going to read it, but just to kind of give an overview, Stormlight Archive is an epic fantasy it is kind of the main spine of the Cosmere to some degree in conjunction with Mistborn. They're kind of the two main pillars. I love Mistborn. Um, Mistborn's really great. Obviously, we're reading that right now. Uh, but Stormlight 1 and 2, 3 and 4 so far have been excellent. 2 is my favorite um, of the series as it stands. I love it. I'm not going to talk that much more about it because people who are listening to this have probably read it and they know and I'm not going to spoil it for PJ. But that was one. Those are kind of the books that I've been reading. I also read Warbreaker, of course, of which I want to re-mention in a similar context because I love that. That was the book that changed um, my opinion on a lot of my takes on Brandon Sanderson's style because I think it's very different than the original Mistborn trilogy and it broke a lot of the format problems that I uh, didn't appreciate at first. It's an issues in quotes. It's just a stylistic thing. It just feels warmer and it feels like a, there's more like love and love put into that book. There's It's like a mm-hmm. much more heartwarming book in a bunch of ways. So that, that one really broke out and is a standout for me still. And then Rob Hart's The Warehouse. We interviewed Rob Hart uh, for the previous short pour. And uh, that book I read in <laughs> a in a quick blip of 24 hours right before the show finished wow. it 30 minutes before we went on to record and so good <laughs> just an incredible dystopic uh science fiction novel what's of it called like what am the warehouse but it is it takes place like imagine 30 years from now amazon and that's kind of mm, what it is and so it's okay. like people working at amazon in 30 years where they yeah. grabbed a bunch of land and people live on property and they work within the system and they get paid like it's it's the old like nice. 1900s uh industrial system but then you've got two perspectives you've got a spy and you've got a person who's actually working for the company like a a corporate espionage person mm-hmm. and it's so cool it's so good so well done so nice. that sounds really good rob hart's the warehouse Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson and Stormlight. I also read Gideon the Ninth, of which we talked about on the show with uh, Pierre Ford, which was also very good. That's all the. That's pretty much all that I've read. <laughs> They've all been nice. good though. <laughs> yeah, nothing disappointing. I will say Stormlight. It's like it. It's like a a slow like tease for so long, it and is. then like finally like all the shit happens and Kaladin is like super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the main character. Yeah. So badass. And I mean, the slow burn like was killing me for a while. I'm not going to lie, especially in way of Kings. But then like 
it's it's worth it all it. starts worth going it. yeah yeah you gotta look like the, the foreplay because <laughs> it takes a long time <laughs> yeah. it's true it's great yeah so that's me let's go to ben what about you on books well i have been working my way through the dark tower series i won't talk about that too much because we we know we know all about that did cross uh, tell you to read that yeah Cross, you're yeah. in charge of our reading. <laughs> well, I had. You're also in charge of what PJ reads. Yeah, you're you're like the true. god of book suggestions. <laughs> the guy. The power. <laughs> yeah, I had read one through three of that series and then put it down, and now I started back up. So I finished Wizard in Glass and the Wolves of the Kala, and now I'm finishing up Insomnia because you told me to read that yes. before book yep. six. So right. I'm about to start book six here, probably like next week. So Song of Susanna, great books. Wizard and Glass like floored me. I love that book. Uh, so good. Romance but, novel in the middle of the yes, series. It's so I just, uh-huh. it was awesome. Some other books that I've been reading. I read The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. So this was, fucking good. Yes. Like what a horror novel that is. God, just damn. a great ending. Really enjoyed that book. Uh, don't even really want to say too much about it. Definitely worth checking out. You said it's horror? Yeah, it is definitely yeah. horror. Yeah. I'm not reading. Uh, but it's good. It's a quick, yeah. Very a quick, quick spook? Read. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed that, especially, like I said, especially the ending. And then a audiobook suggestion here. I read, or well, listened to Yearbook by Seth Rogen. Yearbook. It's called Yearbook, yes. And uh, Seth Rogen, a human that I just very much enjoy. And this is just basically kind of the story of his life told pretty quickly over about six hours on an audiobook. Has a lot of like celebrity voices along with it. Seth Rogen actually narrates the audiobook. And mostly it's just a lot of stories about him doing drugs and just like crazy situations in Hollywood, like him being on Molly while learning that they're not going to uh, have the interview premiere and stuff like that. The interview was that movie about North Korea that they made and just like him telling the story of how he got the news of that. Uh, well, it was, was on Molly. Very, very entertaining and fun. So that was a quick fun read. I thought he does pottery too and he does a lot of pottery. Yep. And he does a lot, a of, lot pot. of pot. Yeah. <laughs> pot. <laughs> Turkey. pot. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I've been reading this year. Uh, along with a few other things, I've done a lot of a lot of Stephen King. I read, uh, listened to Later by Stephen King. Yes, uh, that was that was a fun one. Very quick little audiobook as well. So good stuff. Lots of Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. I yep. I think a lot of that is because I've been abusing you with recommendations. As <laughs> like you must finish. <laughs> hey, the Dark where Tower are my like, oh. where are my recommendations? <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is ask, and, and I will not shut up. And that's basically the, the methodology here. Well, I love Stephen uh, King, but I just yeah. had, you know, I'd read some Stephen King, but not a whole lot of it. So there's still, there's so much of it out there for me. Right. Still, I'm glad that I'm, I'm starting to knock some of them out this year, especially Dark Tower. It's, it's been the, totally worth it. Yeah. The Dark Tower is fucking insane. Remains my favorite series, but I'm, I'm glad that you made the stop off for Insomnia because I think when we eventually do the series, we'll do the same thing because mm-hmm. I think it is basically a novel that belongs in the cycle. Nice. Okay. So, Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's making sense why there's definitely it's starting to connect. I'm like three quarters of the way through and all that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And then once you read 
song. It'll make more sense. Okay, anyway. Yep. PJ is not going to remember any of that. So, cool. Those are awesome. So, we move to PJ. Books. So, the last couple years, if you have been listening to this podcast, you have heard almost every book that I've read talked about in detail. He's not allowed to read unless he gets the green no, light. you can read other shit. He just hasn't I had can. time. I just don't have time to, so... Also the exceptions studying. to that are textbooks, obviously, but Me? The Warehouse by Rob Hart, which was tangentially related because we talked, like, I read it in prepare, like in preparation for talking mm-hmm. to Rob Hart. And The Hobbit. Ooh, so that's I, a fun I one. I listened to The Hobbit while I was working. I started listening to The Cimmerillion. And that is too dense to read or to <laughs> yeah. listen to while working. So yeah. I have not kept up with that. I, I got through like the first several hours. I'm like, I've been working on 3D models. I don't know what's going on. Like, I've been answering emails. What the shit? Okay. So Yeah, I can't yeah, listen I, to anything I'm, with words while I'm working. What did you guys think of the Rings of Power trailer? I have not watched it. Have oh, yeah, your team it. no so, hype, right? That's right. Right. Team, so, team so no hype. hype. So now just read all of the other Lord of the Rings books and rewatch all the movies, PJ, and then you'll be ready. Yep. Uh, that'd be. That's exactly what I'm going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you know? I don't know if you guys knew this. The Rings of Power show is not based on the Silmarillion. It's based on the appendices of all of the Lord of the Rings books work together as the story that it is. So they're unable to license specifically the Silmarillion. So instead they own the Lord of the Rings series, including the appendices, and they're using the appendices to create the story of the Silmarillion. Interesting. That's so it's sneaky. It's sneaky. (laughs) It's sneaky is what it is. Sneaky. Huh. That's really sneaky. It's a yeah, billion I'm, dollar TV show, so I'm yeah, super less than looked, what it costs to acquire. Well, you you missed out because the trailer looked cool. It pretty legit, yeah. I mean, I don't. The know. trailer was team hype. I don't know too much about that type of stuff, but it I just was, had the same graphic, like the was, rings was like, forming, cool. yeah, yep. as the movies. I'm, I'm super excited. pumped. I'm yeah. super excited. Nice. But it is guaranteed the moment it hits our inbox. Watch thing for me drop whatever yeah, the hell is, i'm doing that is crazy <laughs> probably probably do something similar to what started this podcast to begin with which was crossland and i watching devs together oh my god devs was so good right uh devs. It so creep, people know it about creeped me out office. so hard but dude i fucking love ron swanson <laughs> I know that's not his real name. <laughs> nick offerman, nick offerman. offerman. Yeah. <laughs> dude he, it's it was so creepy did you mm. watch it? I have not. Oh my! I told you it's to fucking so watch it. It's on the. What are we into? <laughs> you Masterless. Know, you, don't, you know I don't listen to you though. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. There, now that they is, recommend it. That is literally what started our show, though. I think we've talked about that recently because we we like during the pandemic we like watched it and I was like, I think PJ. I think I can get PJ to read Dark Matter and Recursion by Blake Crouch after yeah. he liked the show so much because we like live watched it and talked about it afterwards. That's Dark Matter yeah. was dope. That was yeah. I was so pissed about the ending, but uh just because I felt like, man, that was yeah. just well, what did, it got. Did, when all those I can't I guess I can't I don't want to ruin it for you, but I was like <laughs> 
when all those versions yeah. start showing up at the end, I'm like, yep. this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then yeah, it just ends. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. By the way, everything you ever tell me to read or watch, I do it. I know. I was just joking. I was, it was for the, it was for the pod. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 all right. So that rounds but, us oh, out. I, not, not quite. Oh. I want to talk about what I'm, I have on my bedside table for reading The Cuckoo's Nest, mm. or The Cuckoo's Egg, sorry, by Cliff Stoll, which is a sort of autobiography story about basically one of the first documented instances of government hacking hmm. as a, uh, an astronomer student at Berkeley. Nonfiction? Nonfiction, yeah. And then... The Paradox Hotel, Rob Hart. So that we interviewed Rob Hart as sort of his press tour around the uh, ahead of the launch of that book. So I still haven't been able to read it yet, but I'm very, very excited to. It is. It's going to be my beach read in like two weeks. It's it's like a murder mystery story in a hotel for time travelers is like the that sounds elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited to read it. You would like that. Very exciting. All right. With that, I think we move into movies. 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 I'm ready. You, you, uh, oh, it's you, me. Yeah. Uh, I'm Vengeance. So I really liked, <laughs> I really, really, really enjoyed the new Batman. Uh, ben and I saw it with John who fell asleep immediately. Classic John. But Ben and I were like on the edge of our seats like, I'm Batman. Uh, I love Robert Pattinson, you know, from Twilight and everything else he was in. <laughs> do we do we all have the Batman on our list, by the way? Um, yes. I, I didn't put it on my list. But. Zoe Kravitz is f- so fucking hot. I mean, I'm going to start walking like that. Very great movie. The Adam Project. I loved it. Did you guys watch it? I've not seen it yet. It's it's on my. It's a really good, like, quick. It's it has Guardians of the Galaxy vibes, and uh, I love another Zoe Solanda's in it, and uh, obviously Ryan Reynolds. Whew. Easy to love. The kid is a great actor. Uh, his name is Walker Scoble, and it's about time time travel. I think he's also playing. Uh, Percy Jackson in the Lightning Thief movie. Oh, if nice. I remember correctly. That kid? Yeah. yeah. I think he's been cast as Percy Jackson. Oh, cool. Which is exciting. But He's, yeah, he's, you know, sometimes kid actors can be annoying, but he's really, really good. Jennifer cool. Garner's in it. R- Mark Ruffalo, who's like zaddy of the year. Zaddy of every year? Every year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like how my love for movies is just that I'm attracted to every single person in the That's a big part of movies. Yeah. It's you gotta hot be, people. I mean, that's why we go watch them. You gotta be hot. <laughs> Too hot to try. I think another movie that I'm gonna say, I'm probably stealing this from Ben, but I really liked Encanto. You didn't steal that. You're fine. You didn't put it on your list. Yeah. You've been singing Bruno all <laughs> That's more my girlfriend. She's oh, obsessed I with see. it. It's a really cute movie. I love cartoon movies. Obviously, Tearjerker. It's more about family than any love story, but great songs. Well done. 
But yeah, Adam Project. If you haven't watched it, I would. It's it's less than two hours. I mean, it's a quick movie. Yeah, it's on Netflix, right? On Netflix. Yep. Sweet. Love that. Uh, yeah. Who's next? That's me. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's me. Uh, so mine are the Batman, of which we've already talked about. I like seven, but Batman, you know, like David Fincher, but Batman. <laughs> yeah. So fucking good. Uh, PJ and I are recording an episode on that early next month. Or maybe How many times did you see it? I only saw it once in theaters, but my mind was so thoroughly blown that when I left, I was just taking fucking notes and like my... <laughs> I couldn't do anything the rest of the day after I left the theater. I was just like, okay, what, what even is life now? Like yeah. I, I was, we saw it really exactly late at my, night. It's exactly my style. I saw it at like 4 PM or something like that. So you get out at like seven 30 or whatever. Cause it's a three hour movie. <laughs> it's like weirdly it's like, light out. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, we, we, we were going to record that night and we decided not to. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I'd say right now. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in love, but, yeah, we were we were going to record a regular show that night, right? And I was just like, I can't. So, yeah, so Batman, uh, of course, has spoken about uh, The Northman, of which I saw like two days ago or three days ago. I was just going to ask you if you've seen this. Oh, yet. yeah. It's so good. Really? I don't feel like I need to do anything else than God. pitch the fact that it is a Viking revenge story in the style of Hamlet. And that's all you need to know. So bad. Yeah. Robert Eggers actually, is a god. I love him. Yeah. The, the story that it's based on is the basis for Hamlet. So it's not that hamlet is based on it it's that ha- or rather it is hamlet is based on that story not that the story is based on hamlet so oh alexander skarsgård it's extremely yeah. violent are you okay with that extremely oh yeah violent. yeah okay. i mean he has a yeah. uh, 12 pack so. <laughs> <laughs> once again hot people <laughs> <laughs> what was the vampire show he was in blood uh, true, true blood, blood. Yeah. yeah yeah dude yeah yeah and then the last night in soho uh, by which is a I, Edgar Wright movie came I out in the fall, but yeah. I, I delayed watching it for a very long time and it is just so good. It's stuck with me since I watched it. It's just haunted. Is that on a streamer or did you have to rent it or buy it? I bought it shortly after we had recorded the previous episode that we did. The last one that we did together. I, I use, I don't know if you guys do, but I use just watch, uh, which is the best service for like searching if something it's is so streaming. good. So it's so helpful. Just watch. So you can just just watch. Just, just so you can watch. just like type in a title and then it will. Dude, I need that. I, yeah, I've done so I just much. Use the website, yeah. Google search. It, I have to ask. Did anyone see everything everywhere all at once yet? I have not yet, but it is on my uh, short list to go. I want to see it probably. My brother probably, said it was like the best movie he's seen. Yeah, a lot of people compare it to like the same impact that the Matrix had. So. Mm. That's a that's a must go. It's my me. fault we haven't seen it. Ben's yeah. been waiting for me. It's been so, it's just I've been so bad about going to the movies lately, but we'll we'll get it fixed. Yeah. We're going tonight. See you guys later. <laughs> right now. Yeah, so so that's that's my third pick. Last night in Soho was kind of a, a murder mystery with a little bit of like time hijinks. I don't know that I would call it time travel, but there's some Yeah, was it good? forward backward. Oh, it's so good. Really? Okay. Um, the yeah. uh, I mean, preview Edgar, is interesting. Edgar Wright is Edgar Wright master. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my three. Ben. Uh, okay. So, I mean, I did see the Batman as well and loved it as well. I went a little off the beaten path. I went like backwards a little bit with my suggestions here. Maybe some things that you guys missed the last duel. We fucking just did a live show on that. It is so <laughs> fucking good. I, 
Love that movie. I love that movie. It's so, yes. so on my list. <laughs> I, I skipped putting that on my list because I was like, you know what? PJ's probably going to put it on his list. Yeah. I'm so glad that you watched it, though, because it is so fucking good. So good. I mean, okay, so it tells, like, basically the tale of a sexual assault of a woman in medieval time, medieval France, and then there's a trial by combat because her honor has been, you know, besmirched. And and it's told, the cool part, though, is it's told from three different perspectives. So each party, the guy that commits the crime, the husband, and then her is the last perspective. And each one is like a tweak on the story, so it tells it a little differently, and it just... A great movie about, you know, gender roles and sexual power and that kind of thing. So and then, you know, the last duel fucking delivers the actual duel. Brutal and worth your money. Like there's not a lot of action leading up to that part because the whole movie is kind of the three parts being told and then it ends with the duel and it's worth the wait. Uh, you get you get like little spurts of action yes. with like the the couple of like scenes I guess, where yeah, yeah, John yeah. and Jacques are at war, but other than that, yeah. But it's Ridley and, Scott, and Ridley Scott yes. is a god. So it's just done so well. The performances are all great. Ben Affleck having a lot of fun as like a oh rich god. count. <laughs> I like, love his Pierre. His Pierre yeah. is so good <laughs> with like the worst haircut ever and, <laughs> and like he's blonde uh does doesn't seem to make sense but it really is great yeah wow look at that chin <laughs> yeah. what's with chin poof <laughs> the, the, the goatee thing yeah it's not great medieval but anyway, france yeah that movie ruled and it was probably my favorite movie of 2021 so yeah if you didn't catch it like, I don't think a lot of people saw it. It's definitely worth going seeking out. Nice. It's on HBO, I think, now. I'm making a long uh, list yes. over here, yeah, guys. I'm going to be busy. And then another one that I just kind of watched randomly. Sometimes I just, like, search on iTunes for movies to watch and just go through suggestions and find weird ones. This one was one of those, and it was really good. It's called The Kid Detective, and it has... Uh, let me get look. this one stars Adam Brody from the OC, which is kind of weird, but he's basically like a grown up hardy boy to de- detective. Like he was a famous kid detective and now he's hmm. a sad boy grown up and uh, he has one last case to solve and it's like a very dark black comedy has a really, really great ending. So uh, I won't say much more than that, but it's it's a mystery movie really worth the watch and then another one that i just watched recently was a documentary woodstock 99 peace love and rage so good yeah so good that was a really fun one so uh that tells the story of woodstock 99 and just what happened there if you uh don't know it got pretty out of control uh with like people tearing down stages setting stuff on fire kind of a la, I mean, semi riot, I guess. And and uh, it talks, but, it, it compares the like expectations of the people who are running the festival versus the like artists and their expect. Like I, right. the, the thing that sticks with me from that still is the Alanis Morissette interview. Like after the fact where she's like, yeah, I was one of two women here. Yeah. Like yeah. you're talking almost like 60 artists and, and it was like no all one, this. Yeah. Rage music. And it was like the late nineties and everybody was like, 
really pent up and it just all kind of came to a head it was like a moment and uh it was it was a great documentary i thought it was really well done Mm -hmm. that's on hbo too you can check that out yeah definitely great awesome but kid detective I yeah, know that I was nobody's ever heard of that movie because I don't think it like got, even got a wide release, but it was really good. <laughs> definitely, definitely on my twenty twenty. Throwing that on. Mm-hmm. You, I remember you telling me about it. It's well reviewed too. Yeah, fuck. All right, on the list. Definitely worth it. I think. I think that leaves PJ with movies. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I'm digging into some reserves a little bit because I've got. <laughs> Answers taken. So, Batman and Last Duel have already been discussed. Nice. Dune was mentioned. So, there's that. Dune what? also fucks. It Dune does. Is I so fuck good. <laughs> ben took me to the IMAX. My ears were bleeding. It was so loud. And you loved it. <laughs> Worth it. We were like up, up by the back speakers. I was just like, <gasps> <laughs> So, Dune was great. Dune. Um,. House of Gucci was oh, really, really I good. See I didn't that. see it. I yeah, watched that it. one. I I recommend it. It's 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 a really good movie. Uh, I love a Lady Gaga. Father, Son, and House of Gucci. That was really good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Her accent was bad. It was a good bad accent. A good bad accent. <laughs> <laughs> so the the only other movie I've seen in a while is the 2009 film Brothers with Tobey Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal. So I, is that where I they're like, that, like Army Bros or something like that? Yeah, so it's a, it's a Marine and mm. he, he like picks up his brother from prison. Yeah, I saw that. He deploys and then like it's... He he's in a helicopter crash and presumed dead. So it's like, but he's not. He's like a prisoner of war for a, mm-hmm. a long time while his wife and his brother are like getting together kind of and just the whole family interaction and it all kind of devolves. Yeah. Natalie Portman's in it. So. I worked at Blockbuster when this movie came out. So I, that's why I remember it. In 2009, uh-huh. there yep. were still Blockbusters? Hell yeah. They were dying. I don't know if alive. I would have guessed that. Good yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> it was a great one of, job. One of the final, one of the final years of Blockbuster. I think. <laughs> yeah. That's when Netflix was really getting their uh, getting their stride as a DVD <laughs> by mail service. Ben at worked at the night. zoo and at a Blockbuster. Like he picked all the best jobs. I've had those are pretty good, good jobs. jobs. Some yeah. cool jobs. All righty. What's next? Fun. From there, we move into talking turkey about TV shows. TV shows. What you been talking watching? Turkey. Okay, I have a lot, so I'll try to like <laughs> not choose them all. I do have to say, Station Eleven was so good. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is episode thirty of Howler Pod. We had a Howler uh, listener mailbag. And Anna or Anna wrote in saying Station Eleven, like the book. Oh, really? Because I was looking back to see if I had said it before. And I was like, oh, my God, someone already like suggested the book. But the TV show is new, newer than that episode. Nice. 
Uh, so thank you, Anna, Anna, however you pronounce your name. It's it. Did you guys watch the leftovers? Yes. It's, it's my a, favorite TV show ever. It's so it's good. that's like the closest thing to the leftovers I've seen is station 11. Got it me. has that like depressing quality that I love. <laughs> yes. It's real dark. It's, it's like a slow burn dark. You know, it's it's really great acting. Great storyline would recommend obviously. Uh, and you can watch it on HBO. Also, uh, I really like period dramas. So one of the best ones I've watched recently and I watch them all. So I know Bridgerton and whatever. She's an expert season two. Not so great, but the gilded age is very well done. That's been my favorite period show of late. It's less about a love story, more about like the times it's, it's probably historically accurate. I also, a couple documentaries I really liked. It's not a documentary. It's a docudrama, but Pam and Tommy was great. Lots of boobs. So if you're into that, (laughs) (laughs) I heard good things, but I thought it did a good job of, uh, like showing both sides and Seth Rogen, your best friend is in it. And it, it kind of like gives you compassion and sympathy for, uh, what Pamela Anderson went through with it. And then also the Alanis Morissette documentary was really good, especially because as a young woman who grew up screaming Alanis in her car, it was cool to, to watch. Okay. I think I'm done, but wait, also <laughs> I've been like binging lost in space. I didn't watch oh, the, it before. The Netflix show. Yeah, and it's it's every episode ends with like you know <laughs> something terrible's happened, so I like have to keep watching. So since my last test, I've just burned through like all of Lost in Space. So. I still have the last season to go on that one, and I I loved the first two. I just haven't watched yeah the, the yeah final season yet. Yeah. It's cheesy, totally and it's like obviously like it's like a kid friendly sci fi show. Yeah, you know? they like have like extreme yeah. plot armor, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Because I like happy endings. <laughs> you need that. <laughs> so, okay. And the Netflix show has great uh, production value. The actors are really great. The only yeah. thing that's cheesy about it is like some of the storylines. Yeah. But that's just because they can't die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kill all the I... kids. Yeah, right. The kids, it's shocking that they make it anywhere. But, you know, as it goes, you have to keep the family in it. So for me, for TV shows, uh, I rewatched all of season two of Barry leading up to season three this last week. So fucking good. That TV show is so good. The first episode of season three is incredible. I cannot wait for anything that is to come. Um, But so I'm technically only. I can't believe there's so much like it's been like three years since the new episode of Barry, right? I thought I didn't even remember I had already watched two seasons. I was like, oh, the second season was so good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need they're to writing, They're writing the fourth season right now, so it's not as though we're going to have nice. a big wait between three Good. and four. So, Barry, uh, Hacks, which is another HBO show. I um, loved Hacks. Which is fucking hilarious. It's great. It fits into that same, like, 30-minute comedy slot. You know, quick, easy, dirty show. It's Love just a 30-minute show. Ride. It's a joy ride. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just couldn't stop. Have you watched I, Hacks? I couldn't stop. It's about, like, an aging comedian and then a, a newer comedian who like has to become her assistant nice. and the yeah. the push and pull there <laughs> yeah it's great 
I, I love love that show. I watched all of Attack on Titan on my brother's request and have caught up through all of that, of which is a fantastic show that is still an anime. So it does have some innate flaws that are a part of the storytelling elements and like tropes. Uh, but I really like it on the whole. I, I think that the last season is not my favorite, but it's still really good so far. They split up originally ever when they announced that they're like, oh, we're going to split the final season into two parts. And then they announced like two weeks before the last episode quote aired of the final season. They're like, and part three comes out next year. Oh, oh. <laughs> they're just like, oh, which makes sense because the end of the manga wasn't well received. Uh, so I'm sure the anime is making slight adjustments and changes. So. Uh, would you say that yeah. that's worth it because i do think it's worth it it's okay. easily it's the best of the medium like that's the issue yeah. is it is it is definitely the best of the medium gotcha um, okay so I, I i think it's worth it i think it's still very enjoyable yeah because i've heard i heard that suggested on another podcast and i was like yeah i might check that out and it's not overly long it's only like 60 ish episodes 25 minute episodes so you know it's not it's not crazy I think it's worth it. It's a it's a nice. good show. Final recommendation though, because those are pretty quick bullet points. Raised by Wolves. I watched the second season of. Oh my god, that was so creepy. It is. It remains one of my favorite shows. Like it is crazy. It is insane. It is science fiction to the limit. Yeah, father, father, <laughs> mother. Mother's mother? so creepy. Mother is. Very have you creepy. watched it? I haven't. You would like it. You think so? You okay. would. You would really like it. It's. Nice. Would you watch it with this face? Like. You're like, what the fuck what is the that? Fuck? And again, it's a Ridley Scott production, right? And so we've talked a lot about Ridley Scott tonight is what we're finding out, including the House of Gucci. Uh, Raised by Wolves, you're like, I hope no one walks in while I'm watching this. You're like, there's some weird shit they're not, going on. They're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah they're like what are you doing like, that's a kid and you're like i know but like Just they have to swallow it. the snake like they have to swallow the snake <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah uh raised by wolves is like the r-rated version of lost in space yeah totally totally that's a great call that's exactly what it is no joke wow um, your robots aren't as uh friendly there Tim, Tim and I on our other show have three episodes coming out on Raised by Wolves. One, which was my and his instant reaction to the end of uh, season two. And then we're doing a season one and season two, like full breakdown. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good that we're committing Mother to has doing to hours of it. Pop her eyes out. Wow. Uh, wait, was the end in the I won't give any spoilers, but the in the ship. That was blood. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Uh, there is so much to question about the end of that second season that like you think about the tree and then you think about the serpent and then you're like, the fuck is going on there? And then you got the inverted cross thing where he's floating upside down and you're like, what the fuck is actually what? going on? Yeah. And all this out of context makes no sense to anyone. Yeah. yeah. So it's you not really a spoiler. Uh, yeah. Now I'm in though. <laughs> Hearing yeah. all that. <laughs> <laughs> and the first, the very, very first episode like pulls you. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You're in from the beginning. Yeah. 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 Great show. Uh, cool. With that, Ben. Uh, okay. My, Favorite shows, right, uh, that I've watched probably in the last couple of months. Number one, uh, Yellow Jackets on Showtime. I need to fucking watch it. It's on my uh, next. It's my next. So up. good. Okay. This is a show about like a high school girls soccer team that 
they're playing they're going they're flying to like some championship tournament or something like that uh and it crashes in the ontario wilderness and they have to survive out there and you find out that they survive for 27 months because the show is split up in two parts like it's told from the high school perspective and then also the perspective of the survivors 20 years later so you know like some of the girls survive and but you don't know how and you don't really know what went down and there's a whole bunch of creepy shit going on out there in the forest and i won't say too much more than that but it's fucking awesome it was a really great show uh had a great season finale very much looking forward has a good cast has a really great cast uh led by uh christina ricci uh melanie Melanie Linsky, she was awesome. It's weird. I didn't know her name, but I've she's yeah, in everything. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, you've seen her in stuff. But man, so 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 good. But and before you move on, I just want to say if you want a hint at the next season, apparently in the most recent King Cast episode of which covers like King stuff from a couple of hosts that I, I really like and I'm part of their Patreon or whatever, they interviewed the showrunners. Uh-huh. and asked them a question about the show in the finale and they answered and they're like well shit now that's public so they put out an answer <laughs> okay. i'll have to listen to, that. Um, to a question i have not listened to the episode yet because i want to see the show so badly yes. before i do that but apparently yeah best part about this is you can download the showtime app and sign up for it and get a free month and it's 10 episodes you can watch it all in a month and then you or can just day. cancel the subscription and never have to pay for it perfect yeah. <laughs> so. and we are not sponsored by showtime atomic pylon media is not sponsored by showtime reikia though if you want to sponsor us reikia vodka please reach out thank you it, it uh makes sense that they were on the king cast is definitely stephen king vibes like it's more of very, like a like, yeah. female bent bend on like yeah. a stephen king story but uh, very good uh yeah. th- so that's probably been my favorite show i've watched this year um also my next show very much enjoyed peacemaker on hbo starring john cena i can't believe i didn't say that <laughs> Fuck you. that's such a good call yeah first of all best intro in television i mean Ever. such a good yeah. opening credits sequence of john cena and the entire cast doing a, a choreographed dance and it's it's amazing uh you do have to do some homework you should probably watch the suicide squad which is also on hbo prior to watching you told me to do all of this peacemaker. I, didn't, I didn't do it it's worth it our it homework it. assignment that is yeah. incredible anyway it's a really good that yeah, movie. It's, yeah it's a much better than the first suicide squad <laughs> it is you don't need to watch the first suicide squad movie matter no. of fact you're better off if you don't waste that part of your yes, life i would agree don't watch the first one watch don't watch the suicide, suicide squad. squad watch the suicide squad oh my yeah. god how am i supposed to remember that <laughs> and it's just bonkers like peacemaker is absolutely bonkers john cena is hilarious in it uh the whole cast is really great vigilante and it's and peacemaker just <laughs> rob hart during our show was like if i could write any character when we were talking to him he's like if i could write any character it'd be vigilante right now. like <laughs> yes. i want to write vigilante right he now was- so funny uh and then together they're just so great so i would definitely recommend checking out peacemaker written directed created by james gunn who did all of the guardians of the galaxy movies and wrote the suicide squad 
nice. and directed the Suicide Squad. Scooby-Doo movie. Yes, and <laughs> Slither, which is also one of my favorite horror movies. Very, very good. And then as far as other TV shows, I've been watching a lot of junk. My girlfriend likes reality TV shows. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> no. no, please tell me. My friends watch that. They talk... Uh, what is the one that we trash watching? There's Gosh. so much better things to watch. I gotta, I gotta look this. That one sentence up. was really well written. Oh yeah, okay. This is <laughs> the one. This one was actually kind of fun, but you're just like yelling at the people on the television, and it's and it feels really dumb. But gosh, it was kind of fun to watch. It was called uh, the Ultimatum, and it is a show for insane people where couples that are at a breaking point in their relationship, not a breaking point, but just have reached a point in their relationship. One of the people in the relationship gives the other person an ultimatum that they have to propose or the relationship is over, basically. And then they go on the show and everybody, one half of the couple has given an ultimatum to the other half of the couple. It can be man or woman. And then uh, they all break up and then they date each other <laughs> for three weeks. And that obviously causes a lot of problems. <laughs> and then... Uh, then they get back together with their old person and they have to like live together for three weeks and then they have to decide if they're going to get married at the end of that. So absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Just on I've the heard, concept alone, I'm angry. <laughs> yeah. I've heard people at work talking about it. I'm just like, what the fuck are people watching? I know it was, it was not a show that I would ever watch uh, regularly, but man, I had fun yelling at the television. I'll tell you that much. It's kind of like what was- <laughs> you need to watch it with another, like watch it with another person and just yell at all the dumb people and just be like, this person is so dumb. I can't believe they're doing this. What was and then the one we off. both watched? With the three hot girl, it was like three bachelorettes, but it was what was that one called? With a uh, Nikki Glaser. Uh, I didn't watch the rest of that one. You guys did. <laughs> I can't. That was that was one. That was like dumb. my one one in three years reality show. Where it was like a it was a player or a, a genuine guy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't even remember. It was very forgettable. Anyway, obviously, trash reality television. It's not great, but it the ultimate literally is, melts is, your is mind fun to yell at. I, I did enjoy yelling at that one. We're just looking at each other like these people are so dumb. We would never do this. And I will say my girlfriend and I are in a point in our relationship. We've been dating for a little over a year. Congratulations. It, it you know, brought up some conversations between <laughs> us. And we An just, ultimatum, maybe? Not, not ultimatums, but we just, <laughs> it, in, it increased our communication and we talked through like, God, we would well, never do cool. that type of stuff. So yeah, there was some there was some good that came out of it. Oh, good. That's like a good side effect of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. Like, it did create like conversation between the two of us, and like definitely helped our relationship. You're looking at her like, yeah. well, we're not that crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things could be way worse. <laughs> <laughs> but you do Need to like clothes in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> The couples get to points and they're like, they're arguing about stuff that, you know, couples argue about. So you're kind of like watching other people do that and then comparing your own relationship to it. Ben, so this can, is not a healthy form of therapy. <laughs> we didn't have anything. It was just like, there wasn't issues or anything. It was just like open the conversation. In open about dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just yeah. joking. Just Josh and you. The ultimatum. On Are you going to end on that one? Yep. Wow. <laughs>
I mean, I would tell you to watch season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race, but it just ended. So, I mean, watch it. RuPaul's Drag Race, greatest show of all time. So, it was on it your list. Fantastic. It was. He just deleted it. It's just a backup. Yep. PJ. Yep. So, this is Wait, the Wait, can I'm we back up? For, what does PJ stand for? Patrick John. Patrick John. Patrick John. How very British of you. Yep. But, you know, PJ. PJs. <laughs> PJ. I, it's what I've been called since I was a baby. So I I answer the phone at work as Patrick, but Oh, that's confusing. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. It's I mean, it's the my name in the uh company yeah. directory. So sense. You don't say this that's, Hi, this is Patrick John. I don't. So what PJ does whenever I call him is says, "Oh, hello, my friend," and that's every time. <laughs> oh, hello, my friend. Oh, hello. <laughs> that's nice. That's true. That's most of us, though. That's a, that's our call in return. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Back to back to the back to the TV shows. This is the one I'm most prepared for because mm-hmm. this. Kaylin and I get to watch TV shows because they're like small enough bits of content that we can watch together. So that's what we do. So first and foremost, Severance on Apple TV Plus. Oh, I've been wanting to watch. I've heard this. great it's things. Really good. So good, <laughs> so good. Sci-fi, sort of almost dystopian, but not quite dystopian. Like company. Mm-hmm. sort of a lot of mystery a lot of just uh cool cool reveals and lots of fun mechanics of the world highly 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 recommend it number two what was i gonna say for number two? Oh, uh servant just finished season three of servant i loved season one and we watched the first couple episodes of season two and put it down for a year. <laughs> That's M. Night Shyamalan, like, right? Yeah, he's the executive producer of okay. it. Does Doesn't that mean seem it's scary? like he has a huge hand in it. Oh, okay. There's, there, there's some horror element to it a little bit. A little bit of a sort of thriller element to it. Oh, um, Ron Weasley's in it. Ron Weasley? Yes. Rupert Grint is one of the main characters. That's awesome. So... I we saw the third season was coming out and we're like, "Ah, let's let's see, let's pick it back up and see if it gets better." And it does. Season 2 just it, for whatever reason it started in a different direction than we were expecting and uh threw us off, but ends fine. Ends good. And season 3 is great. So, Servant and then finally Our Flag Means Death. Oh, I saw this on HBO. Yes. So that is uh, Taika Waititi's new TV show. Oh, I heard good things. Yeah. It's hilarious. I I love Taika Waititi. Yep. You guys probably didn't watch the Love and Thunder trailer, did you? Nope. No, but doesn't matter. I'm going to go see it. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't need to watch it because I know that I'm going to go watch it. He's team no hype. I know. But only only on it, things it that I great. know that I'm going to go see. Like, if yeah. I know that I'm going to do it, I don't need to watch a trailer. Yeah. If I don't know, I'll watch a trailer. I, I watch one time, and then I don't like yeah. and then I'm just like, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Our flag means death is incredible. That would also be on my list if I didn't already have four things nice. on my three bullet list. Gosh, we had we got a lot of good things yeah, this I'm, year. I need to yeah. print this document off and get to work. <laughs> our flag means death mm-hmm. is great, though. We're talking about that live next month on the Patreon. You're welcome to join if you watch it. Okay. Uh, also, yeah. Was that it, PJ, for uh, movies? Yeah. Those those are my three. PJ, I haven't watched any of what you're watching. They're all good. I I think mm-hmm. Severance is number one in my power rankings i need to watch that one i've been really yellow jackets severance yeah. Yeah. yeah for me cool but with that we- so so i guess if you are interested in our flag means death you would probably also be interested in what we do in the shadows which oh, is, I watched yeah, yeah. in the shadows. Oh, yeah. Same, and same if you vibe. Like that, you're gonna yeah. love it. Same <laughs> yeah. <I guess>. yeah. <laughs> what we do in the shadows is so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It combines two things I love: vampires and I Taika mean, Waititi. The energy vampire is just one of my favorite things <laughs> on television. <laughs> <laughs> what what I, like, I didn't what I didn't realize walking into that show is that it's talking about Blackbeard and I knew that Blackbeard was really important to the area but the other pirates that they're talking about it's very historically close which is hysterical they're all surrounded around Wilmington North Carolina literally the pirate that is the lead of the show was executed caught in the Cape Fear River up from where like it's it's this whole thing so all of these characters are actually like from and around (laughs) this area that I live in now which is bizarre huh yeah nice super weird with that we go to we go to music okay i'll do it quick Uh, i've been listening to her h-e-r yep her h period e period r period is how it's spelled right it's r&b she's a super young new artist i think she's like 24 or something i'm going to her concert next tuesday at starlight Ooh, Starlight. I'm very excited. It's really uh, like sexy jam music. Good for, you know, driving and chilling out. Another uh, musician that I like is Yusef Days. He's a um, drummer and producer, and he's got sick beats. But uh, John and I are going to New Orleans uh, next week, and I will be seeing him there. So I like to pre-listen to all the bands I ever heard. But he he's mostly a drummer, but on uh, Spotify, he does a lot of producing with other singers and stuff, and it's it's just awesome. Really cool music. Cool YouTube videos, too. Yousef Days, that's Y-U-S-S-E-F. And then another one we're seeing next week, which is... Uh, I love uh, the mandolin and banjo and stuff, by the way. And Billy Strings is like the fucking best. And that's like our main headliner we're going to see is Billy Strings. So uh, he's also a great singer. Man, I'm getting old when all these artists I like are younger than me. Oh, but yeah. I guess it's uh, what's <laughs> going to happen. It's good that you like the younger artists, you know, and then you're not stuck in the, you know. Only oh, listen yeah. to while I came out around you. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's my three. All Cross. Right. Go. Cool. Mine are pretty quick. I haven't had a whole lot of time to listen to as much new music as I'd like to, but I've recently found and like liked a couple of things. So the first one is a single that I literally found today and was not able to stop listening to from a band called Day Waves. The song is called Where Do You Go? 
and I have not been able to stop listening to it since I heard it at 7 a.m. this morning. I was I played it 10 <laughs> times before we started this recording in a row while I was sitting here. It's, it's new music out. as in today. That's how I listen to music. Well, it's, it's not. It's new music to me. It's new music to me today. Yeah. Right. So right. It's, it is literally. It was a perfect single and has gotten me into their whole back catalog now. I, I listen to a lot of the other stuff. It's great. Uh, very like Hello Goodbye. Who sings electronic it? Electronic indie. Uh, Day Waves is the name of the band. Oh, it's the band. Okay. Yeah, Day Waves. And the song is Where Do You Go? Where so, Do You Go? Uh, next up is Sherry Amore. My brother and I saw Sherry Amore uh, in Richmond. He's interviewed them previously and had talked with them on his show that he does. And uh, so we went to their show. They crashed at our place like a month ago at my dad's place down the street. And they're coming back tomorrow. Their EP and their new album that's going to be coming out later this year are both incredible. I designed a shirt for them, which is neat. That's (laughs) going to be coming out. They're just a kick-ass band. They sound great. They're a great fusion of like pop punk and R&B. And like this like heavy, it's it's just such a good, it's such a different sound. And I, I really love it. So their EP, Sherry Moore's EP is called Internal Discussions. When you nice. look at their name, it, it kind of reads like Cherry Armor. And so the shirt that I made for them is who the fuck is Cherry Armor? Uh, <laughs> nice. Which, which was a question that was like shouted out at one of the show at the show that I was at. And then everyone like freaked out because I loved them so much. They were an mm-hmm. opener, like the first opener for four and more people were going for them than the next two, which was crazy. <laughs> it's a good sign. It's a good sign. So they're cool dudes. We get to see them again tomorrow slash yesterday, depending on when you're listening. To this. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see them yesterday. I got to see them yesterday. They were uh, great. They were awesome. So, yeah, with that, uh, the third pick is Set It Off's new record, Elsewhere. They're a great combination of, like, if you're a musical theater kid... Mix that, like throw it in with pop punk, you know, and that's like that's their whole vibe. And it's just great projector and projector is the song that sticks with me the most off that record. I see them on Sunday. Yeah, (laughs) this band is from Tampa, Florida. Sherry Moore. No, set it off. Set it off. Set it off is from Florida. Yeah. You don't see a lot of Florida bands. No, it's true. It's true. There's only a couple, you know, like. A Day to Remember is another one, but those are the only two that I can really think of. Oh, Most less than of the Jake. other people That's in three. Florida are actually gators, so. True, <laughs> true. PJ, I forgot that I have to go to that show. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have oh, to no. deal with that in our schedule. Anyway, is that Sunday or Saturday? I'll figure that out. Cool. Yeah, those are my music picks. Ben, music. Okay. Well, I've been listening to country music lately, so I'm not sure what's <laughs> going on with my life. Ben is becoming a new person. <laughs> Don't ask me what's going on or what's wrong, but I found some great country music that I'm really into. You got to sing uh, sing the tagline. I can't. I'll sing it. Uh, okay. So the first artist that I really love just saw this dude play here in Kansas City. It was a rocking concert. Gave me that feel like you know just seeing a young band that's gonna blow up for the first time at a smaller venue and just like the band's on fire crowds on fire it was awesome his name is paul coffin and his voice is very country but his music is extremely funky and fun and he's like has like the bravado of a rapper but he is a country artist and his best song is a song called Cocaine Country Dancing. Cocaine <laughs> Country Dancing. 
say with you. And uh, by the way, Ben and John played that like 50 <laughs> times in a row. And I was like, stop playing that fucking song. Aaron hates it because we played it so many times. But I don't like I the, I exclusively don't like it because they like it so yeah. much. So nice. but man, that that it's song reasonable. rocks it. It like it's just so good. And it's just about doing cocaine, about, which so, is also a weird mix. Yeah, it is a weird mix, too. But right? Everything about Paul Coffin doesn't. You're kind of like, wow, this is just none of this really lines up. But man, it works really well. So his album uh, Room 41 is from 2019, I think. Awesome. Whole whole album front to back. Great. Holy Ghost Fire. One of my favorites. Slow down. One of my favorites. (laughs) Who are you? Uh, (laughs) Really good. He just had a new album that dropped too. Also very fun. Check him out. My next artist is, and I'm seeing him next weekend. Actually, his name is Orville Peck. He has, this is, he's like a modern Elvis kind of like he's got an Elvis style of voice. And I also like throw him in like the Roy Orbison category of voice. If you know who Roy Orbison is, but he's awesome. And he uh, just had a new album come out called Bronco. Really enjoying it. Is he like country Elvis? It's like country Elvis. Um, and let's see. How can I describe Orville? He dresses up like a cowboy. He wears a mask at all times. So nobody sees his face. Uh, his voice is amazing. And so he's like, a, what's, what is it? Meow was the, the DJ. Dead mouse. Dead uh, mouse. Yeah. <laughs> meow. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he is a sad boy and he just writes about sad stuff from a queer perspective, which I think is pretty cool and different for country songs. And he's awesome. Orville Peck. Uh, and then my last suggestion is not a country artist. So we'll go off of country. Uh, and that's Sam Evian and his album time to melt. Uh, just great driving around music. Very chill. Just like, bouncy if you've ever listened to krong ben it's very uh similar to that and it's been my favorite thing to just like put on and drive around to nice cool i love that i'll listen to that last (laughs) time (laughs) i've actually heard of orville peck so maybe he's worth checking out to but i've heard of yeah so definitely sounds like something i would at the very least give a listen to his voice is uh, incredible i mean i would you know out of time come on baby cry i would start with those two and and go from there if you like it we've we've cool. all got a long list of shit we need to do it's true yeah. it's true this yeah, people people listen to this like you got you got some shit to catch up on, come on. What, are you, what are you doing you should have already gotten started those books are going to take time yeah yes they will that brings us to I pj p jizzle uh, that does. That brings it to me. Every time. <laughs> so I haven't had a, a chance or I haven't taken the opportunity to listen to new music much lately. So uh, a lot of mine is kind of back to some old stuff that I always used to listen to. So uh, first of all is it's one artist, but it's a whole lot of different bands. Uh, the artist is Pat the Bunny. And it is a combination of Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains, Ramshackle Glory, the Wingnut Dishwasher Union, and then uh, some stuff on. Are Arizona. you just making shit up? Like what? Is- <laughs> I'm not. So th- this is this is 
anarchist folk punk so like acoustic punk it's it's a lot of fun uh but it will make you angry and it will make you want to abandon society and like travel the the country by boxcar bj almost did this in college so i I (laughs) you could have joined one of those bands Yeah. Fairly easily. Yeah. Ramshackle Glory yeah. is the best of them, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Ramshackle Glory. Wing, yeah, probably. Dish, dishwasher. I like Wingnut. Di- yeah, like wing, Wingnut too. They're they're pretty good, but I, I think Ramshackle Glory is better, personally. Yeah. Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains album Messy. Love Songs for the Apocalypse, which is a split album with man tits. Oh my god. <laughs> Elite. It name. keeps going. <laughs> this it just does. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole list that doesn't undig itself. It reminds me like and, when some young person told me about Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I'm like, you're just making shit up. That's <laughs> a string of words that means nothing. <laughs> none, none yeah. this, this isn't real life. But that that album is definitely the most raw of the uh, of the albums you'll find from that particular artist, and it made me have a panic attack listening to it it was a weird experience because no (laughs) (laughs) so you're suggesting this (laughs) well okay it was more it wasn't because of the the content itself it was more just nostalgia like a, a nostalgia trip of like what was my headspace like when I was listening to this music for the first time? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I like to think that I've progressed quite a bit since then, as far as uh, being a person goes. So there's that. But yeah, so Pat the Bunny, really, really interesting character. He's like 34 years old now, and he's been like retired for... or. I don't think you can retire from that career because I don't the think bunny. he really made anything on it. But like he started, he started recording music as like a fifteen-year-old or something, and last the last thing we recorded was like twenty sixteen, and uh, now everything that he makes off of any of his music gets donated to a like a I think it's Arizona. I, I think he lives in Arizona, but there's a local like. Uh, heroin addiction recovery charity that he donates everything to Hmm. so so there's that guy uh second one is neck deep and their album life's not out to get you which i've been listening to a bunch and finally i'm just gonna throw it back to to one of my favorite albums which is shallow believer by the used which is the b-sides of I think artwork? No, self-titled. And it's the besides the self-titled. Sorry, not self-titled. It's the one before that bird and the worm. Um in love do, and death. Do, yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So, I th- I thought it was the B-side of artwork because pretty handsome awkward and Slit your own throat. It's are definitely both about not Gerard Way. It's definitely not artwork. I know okay. that because that was recorded in a very different session. Gotcha. Uh, but it is before artwork. It is. It is the Lies for Liars B sides. Lies for Liars. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty handsome. Yeah. Awkward. That's yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, gotcha. Yep. You're right. Had those mixed up. All good. But yeah, 
lots of lots of Gerard Way hate on, <laughs> on those two albums. <laughs> yep. So those are mine. No, nothing new, but it's <laughs> what I've been listening to. PJ, I want to know what your band name is for your alternative acoustic rock. Oh no! Group band. You have to top man tits. So good luck. I've got a top man tits. Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains. <laughs> Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains is such a perfect name. It really um, is. <laughs> so some other some other folk punk bands that I listen to. There's Ghost Mice and Andrew Jackson Jihad. AJJ is really good though. That's the problem. They are, yeah. <laughs> AJ, they've they've so since they, changed they, their name to AJJ because yeah yep yep uh, they are the most palatable of <laughs> any of them I'd say that's incredible uh, the jihad was so, the most like, palatable <laughs> it's they, th- that's a tough space to live in <laughs> yeah. to try to find a better name than any of those uh, Jizzle in the liquor closet. <laughs> <laughs> there it is we're done no need to think any harder than that Aaron the liquor closet is a great name i started for, laughing like, before i said it yeah. yeah that's that's pretty good the uh, liquor closet featuring peaches yep i'm down i'm down with that <laughs> patrick in the liquor right. closets <laughs> Patrick John. <laughs> Patrick John in the liquor closet, yeah. You're going to regret telling me your real name. I, absolutely. I already do. <laughs> Patrick. The world knows. Aaron, that brings us to wild card. You asked to have a wild card question here, and I am uh, I'm unprepared. You're unprepared. Okay. Ooh, that makes it more exciting. I'm totally also unprepared. <laughs> you wild carded yourself at this? I just wild carded PJ, asked him what his band name was, but I gave him the answer. So it's true. Okay. This one isn't funny. I was just going to. What's your favorite nonfiction based podcast? Nonfiction podcast. So not like based on a novel or anything. Just podcast. <laughs> Outside of like you, you, the fantasy you lead, book. Though, Aaron. You're, you're in oh, charge. I lead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say the Endless Honeymoon podcast. It's a relationship podcast led by two comedians who are married, Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero. And it's there's tons of content, tons of episodes. They're both really funny. They have a secrets hotline where, where people call in and leave <laughs> embarrassing secrets. And then they just make fun of the people. <laughs> And then they also bring on like celebrity guest hosts, which are always typically other comedians. And then they give relation like live relationship advice to real people who call in. So that's cool. It's really great. Like, you know, if you don't have anything else going on, it's a great filler. And I, I, I like wait for the next episode. They're really good. Okay, was that enough time for you Love to that. decide? No, I, I, I actually, I have a couple. So one of them, I, I think the one that I listen to the most frequently is called And the Writer Is uh, with Ross Golan. And so what this is, is Ross Golan is an um, industry, industry professional songwriter producer. And so he interviews songwriters and producer producers inside of the industry that you probably haven't heard of and talks with them 
about uh, song construction and like recent hits and like how how to compete, like how the music industry is right now and like what what people are looking for and sort of a lot of the kind of craft on the side of songs and music. So that is one that I check out every time it's published. They do like a weekly news thing that I don't listen to, but he does a full episode every two weeks. And so I listen to the full episode every two weeks. Um, Beyond that, the next best one that I listen to is called the Naval podcast of which is Naval Ravikant, of whom I think is one of the smartest people on the planet. He talks for like two to three minutes about a topic and like releases an episode each week and continues that topic at two to three minute intervals. It's really easy. The whole episode's like three minutes. Yeah. Three minutes. Um, Wow. And and you basically just listen to parts of a theory and like you break it down. And so your brain has time the way that he structures these things, because he's so brilliant, you're taking in like three minutes of a 60 minute lecture. Let's put it that way. And so you take those three minutes and you really, you, you spend the time when you're done because you listen to it and you, you think about the implications of what that means. As opposed to just waiting for the next bit, you're like, okay, what could this imply? And so your brain starts to fill out connections and think of new things. And the next week, you kind of get the answer to whatever that is or get like the the response or the next step. And so then you graduate your thoughts. And it, it's what keeps – and I, I think a lot of the same way that people like go to crosswords to keep their brains going or not crosswords, mm-hmm. but – yeah, crosswords. It's kind of the same thing, but it is generally a lot more technical depending on the area. But he always compiles them when he's done into like a two and a half hour episode or however long it is. So the first one that I highly recommend is how to get rich quick without getting lucky. How to get rich without getting lucky. Hmm. Uh, I need that one. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we're already rich. Oh, right. Some, 44 oh, right. billion. <laughs> Some of, some of the best info. He was an early stage investor in a bunch of companies and is is a is a true genius. Uh, one of the few living polymaths. How do you get I rich? Just be a genius. No, he failed a bunch and okay, fucked up a lot. Okay. He started AngelList, uh, which is a hiring platform uh, uh, for startups and created a bunch of other products and crazy things. Very Dope. smart guy. Yeah. Benjamin. He's a Tim Ferriss guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay yeah. So, I mean... I don't know. People that listen to Howler Pod know that I have a love of, of of wrestling. And so I do listen to a podcast called The Book of Wrestling. <laughs> and nice. it is all about the history of wrestling. And right now they're doing a bunch of episodes on the Attitude Era, which is the late 90s, which is oh, the, nice. the heyday it's- of yeah wrestling yeah uh like stone cold and the rock and all that and so they're telling it kind of from attitude like era. when it started and how it started and they're talking to all the people that are involved and it's super cool i i, I really loved it and if you don't know anything about wrestling they make it super accessible they explain all the the wrestling terms and like how this stuff came to be so it's a wildly interesting podcast especially to me uh, but I think anybody could be into it, and it's uh, really well produced. Uh, the host is named David Shoemaker. He's like uh, a really well-known wrestling writer and has covered wrestling for a long time. He wrote a book called The Squared Circle, which is all about the her- history of wrestling, which is awesome. And he um, wrote a column on Deadspin for a long time called The Dead Wrestler of the Week that I used to read because about dead wrestlers about dead wrestlers and it would just tell you about that person's life and (laughs) wrestlers are extremely interesting people 
and it's a just extremely interesting job. So uh, yeah. they always have crazy stories, and it's a really good podcast. I've been enjoying it a lot lately. It's too bad his name isn't David Haymaker. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Aaron with the jokes. <laughs> We're going to see a wrestling match tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Yeah, we are. Fun, fun. Uh, it's semi-pro wrestling. It's just pro wrestling. Semi. It's just pro wrestling. It's like a small. It's small. It's a small pro it's wrestling. Independent pro okay. wrestling. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they're pros, guys. Well, they get paid. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry I offended you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to, you know, show the wrestlers some respect. Yeah, right? they're pros. Yeah. PJ in the liquor closet. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hey Riddle Riddle, which is um, a podcast with a few improv comedians out of Chicago that uh, the the thesis of the show is that they tackle riddles, but mostly they just goof off and uh, call for different improv scenes that are uh, inspired by whatever riddles they're uh, mulling over in each given episode. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Nice. I like that. I like comedians in my ear. Makes for a happier day. Just letting them improv mm-hmm. on a podcast is always good. I feel like. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good work. Good See, work. I didn't, I didn't even throw anyone off. No, yeah, we we all came up with uh, with answers. I was a little worried for a second. Then I was like, "Wait, Crossland, you listen to a lot of nonfiction podcasts? <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking?" I just meant like you know, not about yeah. books. <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel that we we have. I figure I if anyone's listening to this, then they must listen to other podcasts. Probably, probably true. You would one would assume one would assume. No way, you're the cool. one and only. <laughs> well. Anything else you guys want to say? Any anything else? This has been you fun. Know? This has been fun. Yeah. It's we're super excited to be joining you guys, and we really appreciate you bringing us. We into think the you fold. guys are pretty cool. So love you both, and can't wait to continue working with you. Sincerely mean yeah. that. Yeah. Ditto. We're super excited for it too. We're we're super stoked. Like, don't let it go undersold. We are very excited. Well, fantastic. Of course, we're going to have you guys back on the show. We'll we'll be going back and forth. Um, very excited for new episodes. We've got you guys have so many ideas for Howler Pod episodes. Slash, we combined have a lot of ideas for episodes. That'll be a lot of fun, and we're very excited to to see what you guys do next. So, including the new show and mm-hmm. what's not. So. Y'all are my favorite coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> Do a coworkers group chat. Yep, cool. Yep. With that, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you again to Howler Pod for being here and for being with us and Woo-hoo. for being amazing. Check them out on social media. Uh, what is what is your social media handles if people aren't aware? All right. Follow us on at HowlerPod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Etsy. Email us at HowlerPod at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail 1-800-516-1540 and visit us at HowlerPod.com. H-O-W-L-E-R-P-O-D. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. boom. I had that totally memorized. (laughs) 
bam, memorized. You'll also be able to find them connected with the Atomic Pylon Media website when it goes up later in May. So uh, in addition, we'll be doing kind of a refresh and relaunch of the HowlerPod website, uh, which will be exciting. So working on that design now. Um, I, yes, it's fun. Uh, (laughs) it's work, but yeah, very, very excited to get all of that incorporated and that will all be kind of in one hub, in one home on Atomic Pylon. So that's very exciting. Uh, in addition, we have something special to announce right here at the end. We are going to be launching our first edition merch via, uh, T public today as well (laughs) so if you want to check it out go to tpublic.com forward slash words whiskey pod because i'm not a monster and i'm not going to make you memorize a different address (laughs) so uh you can go check it out words whiskey pod the link will be provided in case for some reason i'm incorrect and i'm sure i will come back and dub this if i am wrong and make fun of myself so a couple nights ago crossland and i were like tooling around with the ideas of different like merch providers just to see like hey we should do a test t-shirt see how they turn out blah 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 blah. and he's like oh let me let me create an account for t public just to see like what their prices are and stuff and he's like oh shit i signed up and now our (laughs) store is live (laughs) (laughs) so i'm getting i'm getting our first uh first printing for that soon but it is the uh is the one i bought going to be in offering Yes, yes, the one that yes, you bought. So, I like corn dogs on the beach. Nice. That's the test. Yeah, so we're running. We're running five different uh, t-shirts to start with. In addition to like totes and whatever else they print on. Feel free to order whatever merch, coffee mugs, whatever. We've enabled a number of things outside of onesies because we don't want your children wearing weird. <laughs> Beer, why and not? Influence clothing. Start him well, early. He disabled the onesies specifically for the ones that have alcohol on it, also because the platform requires it. So, like, ah, there's a combination okay. of things. But yes, uh, but there there is at least one that you can get for your little child if you want. Uh, it's available. So very fun. That will be launching today, so you can check that out at the same time as this episode airs. So if you haven't already, check it out. Uh, next month. I and maybe we with PJ are going to be chatting with our buddy Another Castle about one of my favorite books to kick off a small series talking about Jeff Vandermeer. Next month, we are going to be reading Born by Jeff Vandermeer. So Ooh. we'll keep you posted via socials nice. on, on that plan. But it's a good it's a quick read. It's like 300 pages. Uh, beyond that, you can check out all the links in the show notes. You can follow us on socials. Words and Whiskey Pod. Motherfucker. Words Whiskey Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit and T public and words and whiskey show at Gmail dot com and <laughs> Patreon dot com forward slash words and whiskey. <laughs> good job <laughs> you do this every time i know and it's right now in front of me <laughs> i fuck it up every time uh, all right mm-hmm. cool oh so i just much. thought Thank of a better so name what what's the better name the floss boys <sighs> your band name we are the floss boys we're the butt floss boys <laughs> butt floss, floss boys BFBs, and the liquor BFBs. closet <laughs> bfbs in the liquor closet yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is this has been an atomic pylon oh. media production